We'll go ahead and get started with our Verizon IndyCar Series post-qualifying press conference, joined now by Will Power, driver of the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet, who will be starting second in tomorrow's Honda Indy 200 at Mid-Ohio. As we mentioned yesterday, Will making his 200th start here at the race has three poles here, but yet no race wins quite yet. Will, you mentioned that yesterday in your press conference, and you also mentioned that you have some championship ground to make up, and you feel like you're going to have to make some fairly aggressive moves to stay up front. Do you feel like this qualifying position puts you in a good place to start the race? Yeah, it does. Um, you know, it's uh, it's good to start up the front here. It's a very track position race. Um, I'm sick of starting on the front row and not being on pole. That's probably the record for a season. Uh, yeah, but want to get back in the game. You know, it's nothing worse than turning up to the, the last race of the season and not being in contention. So, um, yep, need to be aggressive. You, you've seen your share of front row starts here, whether from pole or, or from the position that you're starting in tomorrow. How important is track position at a track like this? Yeah, it is. It's important in IndyCar every weekend now because everyone is good. Like, there's no bad drivers, so you've got to start up front if you, you, you want a chance. Questions for Will? Yes, Tim. Yeah, Will, uh, you just, you, you talk, we talked the other day about Number one here, how this drives you and stuff. Oh, I'm kind of breath as came up the stairs, sorry about that. But uh, what's just sort of your motivation going in to tomorrow from the standpoint of trying to get back in the points race? But you feel like you got to win to do that. Obviously, you do. Um, yes, that would help a lot. A win, it's amazing how quickly things can swing. So, um, just gonna just want to have a race where I finish without some issue. You know, that's, that's been, I mean, we should be way up there in the championship. It, you know, we had like four or five DNFs, and it's just just a pain considering how fast we've been, how well we've qualified. You know, 500 definitely makes that feel better, but we've got to, um, you know, and that's on me. A couple of little mistakes from me. Obviously, we had an engine issue at one point, then radio communication issue, just, just those little niggling things. So want five solid good races from here out to have a shot at the championship, basically. Other questions for Will? Yes, Patrick. Just shout it out, Mike. Yeah, oh. I can hear you. Um, <laughs> uh, just tell me about, you're, you're, up, you're starting up front, are you worried about the people going off, off the sequence, or what can you do to defend against that? Man, that's the biggest, biggest, you could say issue, Rarely works your way if you're running at the front and you go long. Um, you know, the pits closing just kills you at races like this. So, yes, you have to keep an eye on that and keep an eye on, you know, the guys that you're racing in the championship to see when they pit. But if they start back a bit, obviously they're going to go on a different strategy. I mean, that's... I'd worry about a guy like Dixon. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one thing. The IndyCar's, the, the IndyCar's done such a great job with everything. The car's great. Um, you know the way the series is run, the, the uh, you know the parity and the competition. But the one thing that manipulates results and the guy who deserves a win doesn't win is when pits are closed uh, under yellow. So I, and and they have the technology to fix that. So I hope they do that next year. But yes, this weekend, every weekend on road and street courses, that's an issue. Thank you. 
Yeah, that's a good question. It's something I was thinking of, like, you know, with all the mistakes. Yeah, I, I just think in the race, everyone just backs it up a little bit. So, you know, sometimes you, you see practice and there's people having issues and running off and lots of res and you get to the race and everyone's kind of, you know, got it out of their system in a way um, and just backs it off. It's just a series is so competitive now that people, you just got to find the edge of everything. So that's why you make mistakes and, you know, a lot of people are. But the race, a bit different story, kind of a bit of tyre conservation and, um, yeah, we'll see. That could be the case. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. If you just get a little bit offline, there's just no grip, and that gets a lot worse in the race when the, you add marbles. Um, so it's and once you get the marbles on your tires, and it takes a long like you you spend like two laps getting them off, and people attacking you, and you know it's uh, yeah, that's 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 happened. That happens a lot of tracks actually. Yeah, how was your how was your quality? Uh, not good enough, apparently. <laughs> not quite good enough. But I've had a lot of front row starts this year, but not many poles. What about yours? Not as good as yours. No, <laughs> well, yeah. Likewise over here. No one had as good as Rossi, so. Am I out? Yeah, I think that they could do something with a speed limiter. So when it goes yellow, everyone goes down to a speed limiter. The pits stay open. Everyone kind of stays where they are, and then they pack up after pit stops. And it's a normal restart. Everything's the same, except the pits doesn't close under yellow because it just ruins races. I'll back, I'll back him up on that one. Yeah, I don't think there's many people, unless they're a bad driver, that would like, you know, once the pits close under yellow. going to be interesting because we don't have a warm-up uh, so we don't really know too much how the tyres are going to degrade so maybe the reds do degrade a lot and people start pitting early um, but I'm not sure not sure how that's going to play out well, thank you Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm over the moon. Um, it's amazing for a new team. Uh, having a test day makes a, a world of difference. And luckily, we're here last week testing. The test day went pretty decent, but obviously, there's not everyone here. So you don't know how to exactly compare to yourselves. But the car felt decent. We rocked up here yesterday, and we weren't as confident. We thought we've, we've lost something. But um, we could tell this morning we weren't a million miles away. So I'd literally focused on getting everything out of the car. 
the uh, team worked on just getting, you know, we didn't change much between sessions, just fine tuning it and it, it had paid off. I just sort of kept Marco at bay in uh, Q1. And then um, obviously I had two scrub sets of reds for uh, FP2 or Q2, which was a challenge. Um, I did say, hopefully there's a rain cloud with four minutes to go. And I think Hinch's accident was the, the, was the rain cloud. It, it kept us in there. Um, and then we got through to obviously our first ever, not only our first uh, fast 12, but our first fast six. So that was amazing. But um, my lap time at the end, that was on the 13th lap of the red tires. So there was, they, were, they were hanging on for dear life, shall we say. Robert, we talked earlier that you tested here last week. How much do you feel like that information that you learned led to this qualifying result? Um, yeah, pretty similar to Max. I mean, the test went well for us. Um, and then we turned up here with the same car, and we weren't that competitive anymore. So it, uh, you know, we're kind of scratching our heads. We went more or less full circle, and the track kind of came to us. So lesson learned, we probably just should have relaxed and kept driving around. But um, from what I've learned about here in mid-Ohio, um, the track changes a lot even throughout a session. So we're kind of chasing the track more than anything, and we probably just need to relax a bit. But overall, I mean, I thought it was a, a decent qualifying. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed with fifth because uh, Alex and I had the freshest tires into Q3, and he did it and I didn't. So I need to kind of look at that to see uh, why we didn't kind of get the grip out of the reds. I mean, I felt like they just weren't coming up to temperature. Um, and we only timed, planned for two timed laps, and it's the only time all weekend that I would have asked for a third. So we just need to try uh, figure out what happened. And Joseph Newgarden driving the number one Hitachi Team Penske Chevrolet. Joseph, it seemed like those last few laps, there was some really quick speeds. Do you feel like you got the most of what you could out of your car today? I think we were close. I mean, we all knew uh, Rossi and, and Wickens were going were gonna to have the best, the best tires of everybody. So, uh, you know, we figured they would be the strongest. But you never know. I mean, we were going to have a go for sure and, and do what we could. Um, but I think where Will qualified is about probably what my maximum was. Um, you know, maybe we were, I think we were a tenth or two shy on our potential, but I don't think we had enough to, to beat Rossi's time. Um, so tires make a difference. The track evolution makes a difference. When you, when you run, I mean, you have to be last guy on track, best tires, and that really helps you. But, you know, fourth's, fourth's relatively good. I mean, we can work with that. And the Hitachi car has been a little inconsistent this weekend. Um, I think that's our big thing for tomorrow. But if we fig figure out that consistency, I think we can have a good race car underneath us. And Ryan hunter Ray driving the number 28 DHL, Honda for Andretti Autosport. Ryan, you've, you've been quick all, all weekend. Do you feel like you got the most out of your car? That Andretti Autosport car seemed very fast this weekend. Um, no, I think like Joseph said, um, you know, some guys were able to advance without really beating up their, their, their alternate tires, their, their uh, reds. And um, I, I sh shagged them pretty good there in Q2, you know, a good lap and a half on them and uh, just didn't end up having the ultimate pace um, in the fast six but third we can start from there and uh, you know great job by the 27 team and, and Alex for putting it on pole congratulations there so you know we can hopefully we can put our heads together and go put a, a really good race setup on this thing we now have a warm-up so it, it'll be interesting to see what everybody makes of such a slick track tomorrow and tiger degradation and everything else so a lot of a lot of curveballs coming I think questions for these drivers yes oh, for uh Joseph and, uh, and Ryan, uh, talk about tomorrow in terms of the <coughs> championship. Uh, it seems like it's getting down to the point where uh, guys that are chasing need wins, where, uh, where Dixon may just be racing for position. Can you, uh, can you guys kind of address that a little bit? 
Well, Joseph, Alex, and I were talking about breaking into Dixon's garage and you know doing something to his car, but it's about what we need to do right now for points. But uh, he's no doubt he's going to have a good day tomorrow. But you just have to concentrate on yourself. Go out and put the strongest uh, you know the strongest effort you can forward. I mean, I I don't know what you can do more than that. It's just you know shoot for race wins. I think all three of us um, are looking at race wins at, at the moment. We're not looking at banking fifths and fourths and thirds to try to try and beat Scott. It's all about winning races. Joseph? Yeah, I think it's it's always a tough question. You know, this this uh, this championship evolves crazy fast. I mean, within two races, it could be a totally different outlook. So I, I don't know. I think we just need to focus on what we normally do. Um, the only thing that does change is you have to you have to be aware and mindful of how people race as they get towards the end of the season, you know, who has more to lose, who has more to gain. That does change a little bit, but our overall thought process is just maximize what we can for the weekend. Um, and if it's not good enough at the end of the day for championship points compared to our competitors, then it's not good enough. But, you know, we just we can only we can only try and maximize our, our performance. That's really all we can focus on. Any other questions, Patrick? Max, let's go a little bit more through the evolution of the team. Uh, you guys have made a big jump, clearly. Do uh, you feel like you're getting there? I mean, you said the test day was a big deal. I, where would you place the team on, let's say, a scale of 1 to 10 on being ready to go? I think uh, for a new team coming into a series, I think we're sort of we're, we're an 8 out of 10. I think we're doing a great job. Obviously, the thing which really hurts us is having we've got no engineering uh, staff which have done IndyCar before we've got no factory based team and we've very literally we very rarely get to test at a track we race on so this was one of the first tracks we've got to test at the good thing with the remaining four races of the year um, I think it's only Pocono we're not testing at so hopefully this is a sign of things to come um, I honestly feel like I'm driving the best I have um, I've you know I've out qualified um, my teammates sort of pretty much every race apart from two so I feel like I'm driving well in the races it hasn't been going my way um, I know I've got things to work on myself so tomorrow is the best time for me to try and show that and uh, we'll, we'll try and get the best result we can for Team Carlin. I s Bruce will end up with Bruce and then I see our pole sitter ready to come up as well. Robert you probably haven't had a chance to talk to James since uh, but I mean how do you kind of relate to him as a teammate you know he sets the fast lap and then the next lap he's in the tire barriers and you know that kind of gets you into the fast six which benefited you a little bit but on the flip side he you know went from hero to the tire barrier so quickly I don't really understand your question yeah, you, you pretty much summed it up, but what happened? But uh, I like to think I was going to get into the Fast 6 on merit. I mean, I was on a lap that was about to be a, probably 64-9 as well. So, I mean, I think the car was feeling good. I was in the zone. I mean, I don't think I needed the, the red to get me in. But, uh, you know, it was a kind of a weird way to get in. And then it was confusion of, I guess, people seeing if they did times before the red or um, I don't know. But there's a lot of investigation going on afterwards. But, um, yeah, I mean, our car... Our car is, is fast at Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports, but uh, we seem to uh, have to work a little harder than, than maybe some of our competitors. But we can get the lap time out of it. It's just uh, we have a very fine window of uh, where the sweet spot is. During that investigation period, were you concerned that it might work against you? I wasn't even aware of what was going on. So I, just, I actually asked, like, why is Jones's car going back into the pit lane? Because he was, like, 10th. Uh, yeah. um, and, uh, and then I saw him on the like big screen um, getting back into the car, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. 
And then uh, they said one minute till green, and then we went out and we qualified in the fast six. So, I mean, I didn't think I was at risk of getting bumped out because when I entered the pits, I was seventh. And then James got his lap deleted and it put me in sixth. So I felt like I was probably going to make it in anyways. But I don't know. I try not to pay attention to that stuff. Guys, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Thank you. We'll welcome up our pole sitter, Alexander Rossi, driving the number 27 Napa Auto Parts Honda Ford Andretti Autosport. A new career best start here at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course, actually the ninth race this season where Alex has set a new personal best qualifying result at a race, his third pole this season. And on one lap, Alex, that last lap, just take us through it. It seemed like you were fairly confident in the package that you had and just went out and, and ran your lap. So Ryan was sitting here, huh? Yeah, yeah. prankster. Um, it was a little bit uh, of a surprise because yesterday um, we thought it was a pretty big disadvantage that for some reason we were getting it on lap one on reds and other guys were two and three. Um, so that was something we were concerned about overnight and um, we didn't really resolve it, uh, but it played to our favor today and I don't think it really was hurting us too much. So um, for whatever reason, we, we had a one-lap car and uh, on reds, um, so that, that was a unique thing that I think has happened for us this year, but uh, we, we use it to our advantage, so that's the reason we sat there, is we knew that um, that was where our car was going to be best, and, and I was comfortable just fueling it for one lap and, and going out and trying to, to get it. You've now competed at this track a number of times. What are some of the characteristics that, that make it stand out from other racetracks on the series schedule, would you say? That's a good question. Um, it's 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 all rhythm based from like f turn four through turn 13. Um, there's no kind of weird sections. It's all very much turn four leads into the rest of the lap. And um, you don't have tracks like that usually because they're broken up by straightaways. Uh, so, you know, you really need to, to be confident and comfortable with yourself and the car from really entering turn four all the way through. And with that, it is pretty difficult to pass um, because there is no real straights or braking zones. Um, until you come back around to, to turn four again. So um, it is a tricky place to pass on, so it's, a, it's an even bigger relief and um, positive thing that we got pulled. Questions, Tim? Yes. Alexander, what, what is it like to win a pole? I mean, you know, you seem pretty calm and cool and collected. Like Will Power said, you know, I was talking earlier this week, you're the fastest man on the lot, you know, basically for a weekend when you can really kind of throw it out there. But what is it like for you, the sensation of winning a pole? This one was, was really special to me uh, because, honestly, I think that road courses have not been my strongest um, kind of attribute in the Verizon IndyCar Series for whatever reason. And it's been something that's been our, our hugest, our biggest, hugest, biggest focus um, really uh, from the middle of last year. And um, we hadn't really been able to execute very well um, on road courses this year. Um, we had a couple fast six, but we weren't really ever um, – confident that we were going to get a pull so to be able to do that here on, on arguably the hardest road course that we go to is, is a huge thing and, and one that um, there was a big wave of, of happiness and relief that kind of washed over me when uh, I was told that, that we got it done. Does it add to it though that you beat Will too? I mean Will's kind of the king of poles you know this, this I mean he's the king of a lot of things um, yeah no it's it's good I, I was more concerned about Ryan honestly you know I know that 
I have a pretty similar car to him. So on a one lap shootout like that, it's kind of all, all the pressures on, on us drivers and, and trying to get it done. So I knew he had just as good of an opportunity as I did. He had actually kind of had the better of me yesterday. So um, to be able to, to, to work on it overnight and, and make positive changes for, for this morning leading into this afternoon is, uh, is a testament to the 27 team and, and my engineer and, and uh, the working relationship that we have. Um, if you've got tires that turn on quicker than everyone else, does that suggest that you're, uh, you're also going to have tire, a higher tire deg as well, um, in that you'll put the heat cycle through them quicker? Um, I, don't, I don't know, to be fair, because we don't have a warm-up, so I'd love to be able to be like, yeah, I, I, I know. Uh, I think our, our deg, I did like 11 laps on a set of reds uh, yesterday afternoon, and it wasn't, it wasn't horrendous. Um, so I don't, I don't know that the two correlate because you have different packages for, for qualifying performance and, and a race setup as well, um, especially around a track like this where you're sliding around so much. So I don't think that, that the two correlate because the car is going to be pretty substantially different. Uh, Cena, recall your Long Beach pole was also done just on one lap. Uh, did you have a similar feeling that it was possible again today? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, we've kind of excelled in those situations. Watkins was, was another one-lap type of thing. So um, I, I, that was kind of my background in Europe, I guess, with, with the other tire manufacturer. You kind of only got one lap anyway. So, so I feel that I can do better than people in, in that scenario. It's lap two and three where they continue to improve. And... I might not get the last tenth or two out of it. So, yeah, I was happy to do it, and um, we knew that there was a, a time advantage from, from not fueling for a second lap, and um, there was an advantage to being able to get your gap the way you wanted to and, and just go out and try and get it done. Uh, Scott's lurking back there, but yesterday you were saying, you know, what you need now is you need wins. You need them to have a few trips here and there. Is today kind of what the doctor ordered if it plays out like this tomorrow? It's a step, in right, a step in the right direction, but I mean, I don't think that ninth is anything to be comfortable with with Scott Dixon. I mean, as we've said before, he can start anywhere and, and still win a race. So um, we just have to go out and try and win, and that's already going to be a, a points gain on, on the other people, right? Where he finishes is nothing that we can control, and we just have to make sure that we do our job and, and make sure that no mistakes happen, and, and we execute the pit stops right, and um, we can just manage the race from the front. And how much do you have to be aware of Ryan a couple of points behind you? I mean, as much as I have to be aware of Joseph and Will, I mean, I don't think Ryan's any different than, than the other four that are all in that bunch uh, that are trying to, to get ahead. Uh, Alex, you were part of the review in round two. Um, how much were you aware of that, or were you aware of that? The review of uh, Phoenix? No, 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 I'm sorry. The, no, the round two here, qualifying, then qualifying oh. round two. Oh, no, I mean, there was, I think, eight or nine guys under review, so. So, so you felt like everything was, you, you weren't concerned that you were having Absolutely not, no. Okay. Another question for Alex. Yes, Marshall. Alex can you describe any differences in the physicality of this car compared to last year with the two different aero kits? I think it's pretty much the same. Um, there's less steering load in in a sense, um, so the strength demand is lower, but you're hustling a lot more, so the cardio demand's higher, so I think they, they balance each other out. Any last questions for Alex? Yeah, yes, Tim. Kind of stupid, but, uh, 
Where's the worst bump here on this track? I mean, it seems pretty smooth, but like in the carousel, it seems like two-thirds of the way through the carousel, you guys almost catch air coming over a big bump there and stuff. Is there any, any part of this track that kind of unsettles you from a bump standpoint? I mean, considering we race it, we race at places like Detroit and Iowa and Toronto and places, no. <laughs> I mean, it's I didn't even think of a bump until you mentioned it. So, yeah, there is one in the carousel, but... Um, by by our standards, it's it's a pretty smooth racetrack and um, just a lot of a lot of grip and fast and flowing. Thanks, Matt. Thank you.